What does people forward banking mean? At ST, it's more than just serving as your trusted financial partner. It's making people our purpose and wanting to see everyone succeed. Join us for Days of Delight, our feel good, give back, make you smile campaign that will have you saying, This is why ST Bank is my bank. We're even offering you a free financial literacy guide to start your journey to a brighter financial future. So let's celebrate kindness and create some joy. Stop by a local branch or visit stbank.com to see what the excitement is all about. Member FDIC. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Tune to the drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to the drive. I am Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And, uh, well, this is uh, not all Steelers talk all the time, but it's certainly a lot of Steelers talk here. And, uh, Matt, I was just looking at an article on – Football Outsiders. It's it's about the fixing fixing offensive of offenses. Oh, okay. Colts, Rams, and Broncos. Wow. Steelers aren't mentioned. Steelers yet. aren't mentioned. I, I see where you're going with this. Yes. Yes. Uh, this is you know we were just talking uh, before the show with uh, with Mike Pursuta about this. He said, "Well, they're, you know they're they got to be playing the worst football in the league right now." And I'm like, "Did you watch last Thursday night's game?" Yeah, and let's talk about. You know, let's have this conversation tomorrow after tonight's game as well. Right. I mean, there's some brutal teams, and that's not even mentioning the Texans or you know some yeah. other teams out there. Some other teams that are really bad. Yeah, yeah really right. struggling right now. Um, Offense is really down. I mean, points per game is down. You know, I know we talk fantasy in the next segment, but like, if you have Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Allen, or Mahomes. You're doing well in fantasy. If otherwise, you're not. And the reason is because offense is down. Those quarterbacks aren't excelling. Um, defenses are kind of still have the leg up on them right now. I don't even know if it's defenses having the leg up right now, or if it's just. I mean, if I look at the teams right now, and I'm gonna, so the Steelers as we sit here, thirty twenty, they're twenty eighth in total offense. Okay, is that yards? That's in yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. And that's going to continue to climb. I would imagine. I, believe. I think so. Yeah. Especially the yardage. The point thing's a question. That's the, that the, will the touchdown typically thing. follow suit. If you start getting more yards. Right, right, right. Like, typically, if you have 362 yards, as the Steelers did last week. Oh, you usually score, like, 20-some points. You should, I think, Kevin Colbert used to say, like, forever, or maybe, no, it wasn't Colbert. It might have been, uh, might even been Todd Haley. But for every 100 yards you gain, you should score a touchdown. Okay. I mean, I know there's people that have formula done has a formula for, it and they call them you know expected points. Yeah, you know things like that, and that would totally add up. Yeah. So I mean, right now the Steelers are under their what you would expect point wise. Yes. Given their off their yard their yardage output. So we had a good conversation on that video today about red zone woes. That doesn't really worry me yet. No. Yet. Yes. You know, I mean, because Pickett's played has one start and. Condensing the field in the red zone is a major, major adjustment, and preseason isn't close to the same. And the Bills are great in that situation in their building with a lead. You know, like if it keeps up that they don't produce 
touchdowns in the red zone for the next couple months, I'll be concerned. But just going that game and stalling in the red zone doesn't really worry me. I mean, really, I feel like we should have expected that, you know, more than anything. Yeah, right? again, so. we, you know, we, we knew this offense was going to be a work in progress. Oh, yeah. Um, to me, what I want to see is more throws into the end zone. That's a good call. Right. Firemuth and Pickens really come to mind, too. Yeah. yeah. With those, those two guys in particular. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, Deontay Johnson has been so close to, to making <laughs> – a couple of, of huge plays. Matt Canada talked about it today. Like he's like, look, I, I have complete faith in Deontay to, to to make some of these plays because we've seen him do it in the past. I, I doubt many of our listeners know who Ian Harris is, but he works for Pro Football Focus. He's like their top uh, fantasy guy, and it's it's funny. He has a sheesh list, and what that means is, oh, sheesh, my guy almost scored, but he didn't. Yeah, and he's got a running joke all year. About Deontay, he's like this guy leads the sheesh list every week, and is so and he, ch- he charts these things. You know, like had a touchdown brought back by penalty or barely got one foot out, and he has this joke going about Deontay. Like no one has been closer to blowing up this year, not just having a good year, blowing up than Deontay, and it's just kind of bad luck. It's not that he got a, he's a slightly worse player than he was. You know, it's just... It, People it'll are blaming and... Deontay for this. Mm-hmm. I understand he dropped balls. It's but, not but, just but... him, though. It's, no. It's quarterback placement of the football. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's... it's uh, You know... It, I have no concerns about him. I don't either. I mean, I think drops are something that are going to be part of his game, but I don't think he's going to lead the league in drops every year or anything no. like that. It's he just not gets so many injury. targets. He gets a lot of targets, right. You know, I mean, he had 13 targets last week. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, yeah. it, I mean, I've had a lot of people saying, you know, buddies or whoever, this guy drops a big key one every game or every half. I'm like, I don't think he does. <laughs> I mean, no. there's not much evidence of that. It, it, there's, you know, there's a target on him. Oh, he has bad hands. I don't think he has bad hands. No, I don't think he does either. Right. He's not um, Larry. He's not right. Fitzgerald. But, I mean, he's he's fine there. Um, but he's really been close, <laughs> ridiculously close. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he had three targets in the red zone last week. Mm-hmm. Um, again, th- those those need to continue. Yeah, but I also think the two big guys, the two big guys, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and not Claypool as much. I've given up. I've given up hope on Claypool being that I go guy. Up and get it, guy. Yeah, I kind of have too. I mean, we had this conversation I think last week, the week before. It's like. Yes, he's big, and he has a good vertical at the combine. Doesn't mean he has he's tremendous a, ball skills. He's got a or, big catch radius, but as you see, it's not. Doesn't mean he knows how to use it well, or right. he's particularly adept at ball skills. You know, forget he was he was a star basketball player in high school. Yeah, you mentioned that. Much like you know, people used to talk about that with Plexico Burris. Oh, he was a star basketball player, and I'm like. I don't see it. <laughs> right, now, maybe, you have a lot more of the basketball. Maybe he, right. you know, maybe he was a great scorer or whatever. And I know Claypool was. He averaged fifty points mm-hmm. a game or something like that his last year. I don't know if he was a great rebounder because he doesn't high point the ball well at all. I would say you can dunk and shoot threes or yeah. be a good jump shooter, and that doesn't translate to being a good receiver at all. <laughs> he go might back score to the, a lot of points. I go back to the the conversation that I had with George Pickens, high school coach, mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. Um, for the piece I'm writing on Steelers.com, and he talks about how how Pickens um, knows how to use his body to screen off yeah. the, to screen That's off the cornerbacks, obvious. and it, you saw it in the play down the sideline 
last week against the Bills. Mm-hmm. It's a one-on-one situation. It's good coverage. Good coverage. Yeah. The, the cornerback has no chance to make a play on that ball because mm-hmm. he puts himself between the ball and the cornerback and just plays big. And plays big. Right. And he shields people with his body, You know, times it very, very well without breaking the rules. And that will only get better, too, because the relationship between quarterback and receiver – is very key in that, too. Are you, are you going back shoulder or not? If we read the coverage the same, uh, am I leaving them and should I lead you or am I going back shoulder? Or, hey, it's just me and this dude. I don't care where you put it. I'll go get it. Yeah, put you know? it wherever. And I think Pickett trusts him, certainly more than Trubisky did. But, I mean, it could be – this is an exaggeration, but, I mean, Rodgers and Devontae Adams. You know, like, yeah. Rodgers isn't throwing those balls to the other guys right now because he doesn't have his guy. I think Pickett and Pickens – could develop such things, and I think Pickett will with all his receivers. Yeah, I, th- I think they're on their way to doing that. Um, you know, but it does again take time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, he talked AD about or, you know, right. you know, he talked about doing it with with Fryermuth mm-hmm. last year. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm I'm th- I'm purposely throwing him bad balls. Yeah, to yeah, see yeah, what yeah. his catch radius is, to see how he adjusts. Okay, if I throw this over his back shoulder, you know, instead of his front shoulder, mm-hmm. how does he turn and adjust to the ball in the air? Does he have that? Club, can he make that play? Oh, he can do that. Okay, now I can make that throw. Because I mean, think about it. If you're a quarterback, it's like my thought process is, I'm not going to try to hit him in the numbers. I'm going to try to put it somewhere else. Yeah. and that's a scary throw. Like, oh you yeah, see, you have to trust it. You have to trust him, and you but can look the, terrible. Where's the defensive be back going to be on that? Because right, right, defensive right. backs are going to play it where they think the quarterback is going to want to throw the football. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You're playing. You've great coverage. You're a corner. You're you're looking for the ball six inches in front of the numbers, as Bill Walsh used to say. And you throw it on his back hip. And it's like, well, that's not where I was. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the beauty of it. That back, back shoulder throw. throw um, I seem like was that? I mean, kind of like Brett. That was like a Brett Favre. It's new. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it, you didn't use Brad Chuck didn't throw that to Swan no. Stalls. You know no, what I mean? Like, I just remember new. to me the guy I remember throwing it the most was Favre. Could be with his guys. Yeah, I'm trying to think how it originated. I mean, Rogers has taken it to a new level. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's a lot of trust though. I mean, that's not how. Old school coaches drew it up. You right. Know, like, I'm going to put this in the What do you mean you got to throw the ball right, right. behind the receiver? Yeah, I'm, I'm, you, know, you hit him <laughs> right in front of the numbers. You don't put him on his back shoulder when he's flying down the sidelines. But I, I do think that the Steelers, okay, they're through five games. They, ha- they don't have a wide receiver touchdown yet. Right, right, right. I think that gets corrected this week. I would bet yes. Yeah. And it, it needs to, obviously. Yeah. But I think those things are coming. Um, it's again the, the whole offense isn't going to get fixed overnight. I mean, we knew this in camp. We knew this all along. These are the be... idea was that the defense will be really good and and, and right. help the offense out. It did in week one. Exactly. We saw how it was drawn. It hasn't up to since. Be. Right. 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 <laughs> and meanwhile, I think the offense has gotten better. I mean, I know they put up a ton of points and they need to score more touchdowns, but the, the line has been better. Um, the running game hasn't, but the Pickens is at least as good as advertised. Yeah. You know? So. Uh, and the defensive injuries haven't helped, but that's how this league is. I mean, it's it's a tough league, you know. I think uh, you know. Could we see more Jalen Warren this week? 
What does people forward banking mean? At ST, it's more than just serving as your trusted financial partner. It's making people our purpose and wanting to see everyone succeed. Join us for Days of Delight, our feel good, give back, make you smile campaign that will have you saying, This is why ST Bank is my bank. We're even offering you a free financial literacy guide to start your journey to a brighter financial future. So let's celebrate kindness and create some joy. Stop by a local branch or visit stbank.com to see what the excitement is all about. Member FDIC. I don't know. Mike Tomlin was I wouldn't a- fight it. Mike Tomlin was asked about it. He said, Hey, look, we're playing him a lot already. Yeah, yeah. And he deserves it. He's play he's given us varsity uh, reps. Clearly. Um could he be a guy that has a little more success against this Tampa Bay front? A little more sh- mm-hmm. shifty, hit it quickly, can get lost behind the- I don't know that I have any um role for this, but you're seeing more pony packages in the league now with yeah. two running backs on the field. And it would just be a different wrinkle. You know, like Green Bay does it a lot. Everyone always says they're going to do it, but nobody ever really does it. But this year you're seeing more of it. Um, if Fryermuth couldn't go or one of your go-to guys is down, I don't know if there's value in it or not because they're both good blockers. I yeah. mean, one of the big problems with putting two running backs in there is you hand it off, I kind of just lost a blocker. You, right. you know what I mean? And they're going to be heavier on you know, in defense. So I don't know that it would be terrible. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm interested to see how this continues to to work itself out. Mm-hmm. Um, because let's face it, I mean Najee Harris uh, has not been good. I don't think you just go into every game saying we're going to hand it to him 25 times. Yeah, you know that doesn't sound successful right now. I mean, I'm fine throwing him the football, and I think that well, I'd like to continue to, to do more of that. Yeah, 100%. Um, but you know, I, I think that uh, you know the way he has run the football in the over the first month and a half of the season is not created a lot of no he hasn't looked like the same guy from last year no no i mean his best attribute to me as a runner is being able to do a lot of it yeah and i'm not comparing him to benny snell he's a thousand times better than benny snell but that was always my scouting report on snell is he has that mentality where you give him a ton of carries ton of carries and, he, and he's better and better as the game goes on but benny you're not good enough for me to give you a bunch of carries right. <laughs> you know what i mean where right. I, I hope harris never gets to that level but that's the dilemma right now to me. Yeah, and this is not a team that you want to try to run sideways against. I don't know if you want to run straight at them either. Yeah, I mean, they're hard to run on yeah. when they're at their best. But I definitely, I mean, I, with those two inside linebackers, I do not want to start running no. horizontal they'll to the line of down. scrimmage. You're right. Yeah, They'll definitely track you down. Um, I'd have to Along study Along with Winfield. It. Winfield attacks that really well, too. For a little guy, he is nasty as could be. Fearless and, for his size. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> um, Atlanta's really a bizarre offense. That's who Tampa played last week. And I didn't study their run game, but I know they do a lot of different things in an old-school Derrick Henry, Titans type of way. Um, maybe you can grab something off that tape is all I'm saying is, hey, it worked last week. And we could do that, you know. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure what, but, you know. I would definitely be thinking outside the box. Yeah, yeah. Regardless of what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just to come up with something different, some kind of wrinkle that's yeah. that's a little bit different because I don't want I – know, I know what I don't want mm-hmm. if I'm the Steelers, and that's Kenny Pickett dropping back to pass 52 times in this game like he did last yeah. week. Yeah, I mean, that's probably a recipe for problems. He's going to get hit a lot. Get hit. Yeah. yeah. He's going to get hit. And – I didn't want it against Buffalo either, and he did hold up okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think. But he's... again, they're not a big blitz team. Right. This guy's going right, to have right, right. this team is going to have free defenders mm-hmm. coming, no matter how well your offensive line blocks it up. Right, right, right. 
I mean, they're going to bring more than you can block. Yeah, they're going to be times where they bring more than you can block. I mean, six-man pressure and you have a five-man protection. Right. You know, I mean, it doesn't, we don't have to do math majors (laughs) here, right? And he better get it out quick, and he probably gets at least bumped or hit, you know, afterwards. You know, right. And, you know, so to me, this is good practice in some ways. Oh, yeah. For what Kenny Pickett's going to see twice later this year against the Ravens. True. Yeah, yeah. I think they're even better at it than the Ravens. But right. Yeah, and that's, that's a good call. You know, it's just what he's going to see in his career. You right. Know I mean, yeah, I mean right. these are all. This is all part of the process, the learning right. process for Kenny Pickett. Uh, that's why you know, it, if you take some lumps early, um, I, I still look at the the back end of this schedule again. If they can steal at least one of these next. Three two. games. Yeah, yeah. If they get two, great. If they can steal one of them, though, I was gonna say one of these next two games. Cause, yeah, man, Philly's Philly. Philly's rough. But, um, yeah. but you don't know what they're gonna look like. No, three, you don't. Three weeks from now. No. Um, but if you find a way to do that, I, I look at the back end of that schedule and, and say, okay, you've you've navigated the rough waters. Right, here. right, right, right. You're, you know, are you still afloat? Well, you've you've taken on a lot of water. Oh, you've taken on a lot of water. <laughs> There's holes in the boat. There's no doubt. But that doesn't mean you can't build on this. And you know, can you can you win seven of the last nine, six of the last nine, whatever mm-hmm. it may be, and can, and gain some momentum to roll into next year? Yeah. You know, again, you win two of these next games, and it's all about the quarterback's development. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's the number one thing that everyone, and I think all our fans know that. You know, the, the guys, people listening, go, if Kenny keeps getting better, I'm 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 excited right. about the team. You right. know, I mean, and that's key. I reference Greg Cosell all the time. But this morning, on a podcast, on my way here, or at home, they were asking him about Pickett. And he really was effusive in his praise. He just said, I'm already convinced, watching him at Pitt in Pittsburgh, that this is going to be a good quarterback in the NFL. Good starting quarterback. I don't know how good he's going to be, but he is advanced, and I'm already convinced he's going to be a good starting quarterback. I'm like, Wow, that's a lot after six quarters of NFL football, you know? And he yeah. doesn't say that about Lawrence and Fields. And, no, you know, right. He doesn't. And he, to me, that's that's the most promising thing that can come out of this entire thing. The whole if, year. If this year, if, if, if the Steelers, let's say they win seven games or six games. Right. But they found their future quarterback. They found their quarterback Absolutely. for the next ten years. This season is a success. Absolutely. I mean, like, the Bears and Jets are – We've lost a lot more games lately than the Steelers, but they've also just drafted a quarterback. If they come out of the season and neither one of those teams wins another game, but the, you go to Salah or the head coach of the Bears and say, "Are you happy with your quarterback?" Oh yeah, success. Yeah, you got the most important piece. You know, you poured the foundation. You can build the other stuff around them. You know, and I'm co- I'm more confident that Steelers have their guy than those two teams. I am too. I, I right. you know I think uh, you know we went through those quarterback power ratings or, or rankings mm-hmm. yesterday. Um, honestly, I could easily see Kenny Pickett breaking into the top 20 over the next month. Right. I mean, I think this time next year he might be 10. Yeah. I mean, you he, know what I mean? I, I think I've, I've adjusted my ceiling for him. It's changed I, dramatically you know, in my eyes. I used too. to think, oh, maybe he can be Derek Carr, you know, mm-hmm. which is a fine ceiling. That's what I thought he was coming out of Pitt. Yeah. I think he can be better. Now I think, um, I, from watching him play, being around him, I'd never mm-hmm. been around him before right, this. Right, 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 
You know, now I see, I do see the Joe Burrow. Yeah, I do too. Comparisons in terms of how he carries himself. How, how quickly he acclimated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how quickly he processes. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, I don't yeah. want to see a step back this week against the Buccaneers. Though. No, but there will be some steps back. There will be some step back. No I mean, doubt. Burrow still has steps. Burrow, uh, for as good as he is, still takes too many sacks. 100%. Yeah. Um, Burrow maybe took a step back this year compared to last. You know, yeah. He's still good. He's right. still real good. You're still real happy with him, but he didn't go forward. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, I'll that's take them, that's what this that's what this season is about, and in on the way to doing that, you want to win as many games as possible, hundred percent, and develop other things. Yeah, you know, is Dan Moore my left tackle? You know, yeah. things like that. Because the winning part of it, to me, is about the is it's about the organization, the culture, the culture. Yeah, you're right. You know, it, you it, you know, teaching these these young players. Hey, losing isn't acceptable. No, right, right, right. You know this this is not how we do do things here. Yeah, and. That's going to be a hard balance, and that falls on Tomlin. Yeah. You know, no matter what the record is, keeping the Cam Hayward way of looking at things, the Rooney way of looking at things, you know, the the Bettis way of looking at things, and yeah. you know, generations going back to Joe Green and Chuck Knoll. You know, you have a you have something that the Lions never will, or the Jets, or yeah. you know what I mean. You can't lose that. Even the Bills. I mean, they've Even never the won right, anything. Right, 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 right. You know, so I mean, you Browns, Bengals, you, you, you know. want to keep that culture alive. Those guys do have to walk past those six Super Bowl trophies every mm-hmm. day. They see the photos of the other guys on the wall. Sure, um, sure. you know, so the, you know you do have to be held to that higher standard. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to bounce back, which is why you don't just uh, hey, let's let's see what you got here and let's see what you got there. Mm-hmm. Throw this guy in there and throw that guy in there. No, we got a plan still. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. And we're you stick know. by it and be very conscientious of it and no question about it. You know and. If if a Cam Hayward starts to fall off, you better find somebody else. You know, I mean, you got to keep bringing in, got to draft a little bit better. You know, I mean, you, although this class looks really promising, but you got to keep bringing in youth and youth and youth, and don't look at it like oh, I'll just go find a left tackle on the open market. I'm like well, they don't really exist, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not even saying they need a left tackle. I'm just saying, you know, you better keep grooming from within. Yeah, I, mean, right I think you know that's that's part of and and again to your yeah the right type of people, mm-hmm. the type of people, you know, I, I walked into that locker room on Sunday yeah. after that loss, and I saw a lot of uh, a lot of guys that were pissed off. Good, good. And that's that's the way they should be. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather they were pissed off than just kind of hanging their head and, uh, you know, moping around. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd uh, just it, another loss. Take you know? it personally, you know, yeah. be angry. Right, right. I mean, and you saw it late in the, late in the game, too. There was a lot of fight and fights, you know, I mean, they, <laughs> but you could tell they weren't just fine with it. They No, they weren't happy with how that, that played out. Right. And, and, you know, I saw the, the, the Ryan Clark. I say the, the Ryan Clark thing. So I mean, I didn't see that at all. Anytime a team gets its butt kicked like that, mm-hmm. you're going to you have, say that you could say that doesn't mean it's true. Doesn't mean it's true. Ryan Clark hasn't set foot in that locker room in 10 years. Right. And they they have Jackson he doesn't know, and all these guys. He doesn't the know the game, anybody right? on that team outside of Cam Hayward. Yeah, it makes sense. And he wants clicks too, like everyone else yeah. out there. And you know? he's paid, as Mike Tomlin said on Tuesday, Ryan Clark gets paid to go on TV and give his opinion. That's what it is. It's his opinion. <laughs> sure. Just because a guy once played for an organization doesn't mean he knows what's going on inside that particular organization today. At, today. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, and you can't possibly just watch that game on TV like I did and say, oh, man, there's no effort here. They don't care. You know, yeah. like, I don't know exactly what Clark's comments were, but. Effort it was something along those lines. Like, yeah, yeah, where yeah. was the fight? Where you know? I heard quit. You know, yeah. but 
I looked at it like, who who's this corner I've never seen before? <laughs> you know, like, they got some, why Spillane out there? You know, like, yeah. they got some dudes that aren't, you know, they're, they're drowned to right now. And the injuries were not the reason they lost. They were by far the inferior team no matter what. But, you know, I, I, at the end of the game, that's what I saw was, who are these guys? Yeah, a lot of guys out there who, you know, if it's the – the fourth quarter of the fourth uh, preseason game or the third preseason game, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Not And they were trying hard. Not like week those five against the, the Buffalo Bills. The league, right, yeah, that, right. that's not good. they're down by 30 or whatever. Yeah, right. guys who have been with the team for a week. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. I, I don't think effort or culture is a problem, though. No, I don't either. Um, I, I trust that, the, that they'll get – you know, again, I it, I thought Mike Tomlin put it well when he said, "Look, this we didn't dig ourselves into this in one day mm-hmm. or one no, game. No We're not going to dig ourselves out of it in one day or one game. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a continued effort to get out of this." Um, but I, you know, I, I if they had won against New England, if they had won against Jets. the Jets, yeah. uh, it'd just be a completely different feeling. One more, I mean, two and three is a lot different than one and four. It yeah. just is. You know, I mean. Uh, I said that with the Raiders. If they could have squeaked that one out with, right. with the Chiefs, all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay, you're not far. Now you're three games back, you know, yeah. as opposed to one. It's like, oh, you know, it's hard to overcome. It is a long season. Um, a big storyline in camp was who's going to be the offensive leaders. Najee's name keeps coming up, Kim coming up. I think the quarterback's going to be the offensive leader. I think so, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think so. That's not a cut on Najee, but that's who you want to be your offensive leader. That's who it's going right? to be, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, you can subscribe now to The Drive. Every episode we do is available for you to download. Subscribe today through the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you find your podcasts. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. What does people-forward banking mean? At ST, it's more than just serving as your trusted financial partner. It's making people our purpose and wanting to see everyone succeed. Join us for Days of Delight, our feel-good, give-back, make-you-smile campaign that will have you saying, this is why ST Bank is my bank. We're even offering you a free financial literacy guide to start your journey to a brighter financial future. So let's celebrate kindness and create some joy. Stop by a local branch or visit stbank.com to see what the excitement is all about. Member FDIC. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And hmm. not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.